This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the Men's Room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The Podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. The debauchery rolls on. You're listening to The Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. 99.9 KISW. Most uh, winning teams in Super Bowl history coming up. And uh, the best 10 uh, Super Bowl foods with your guess is as good as mine. But first time for a few emails from The Men's Room at KISW.com. You've got mail. Mm, God. <clears throat> what the hell's in my throat? Must have been from cleaning up that car. Uh, guys, uh, as far as the age of your uh, of your cat, uh, guys, my cat was born in 2005. I more or less inherited her. My aunt could no longer care for her several years ago, so I got her begrudgingly, as she is kind of a diva. Well, this month is going to be three years. Her name is Kiki. We call her Princess, and it fits her very much. I think of Miles a lot, as she is known to bite. She's bitten me three times, but each one is less damaging, as I am figuring her out. I love her a lot, but always aware of who she is. I also about thought of uh, Thrill, as I've, uh, I'm convinced that if she was of lethal size, I would have been dead years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. This all uh, comes from a cat that is under seven pounds, does not have a lot of time left as she is developing health issues. But every time she has a health problem, she has come through and is now around six pounds. Uh, definitely slowing down. Love you guys a lot. You saved me when I was working, but uh, always try to still listen. That from Laurie. Laurie, I will tell you this. Uh, my cat, my daughter's cat, however you want to call it, double rainbow Janet, sweetest cat ever. But I'm always convinced that if she could kill me, she would. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's like, most cats. I can't kill you, so you know what? Just give me a head and belly uh-huh. rubs. Oh, uh, from the folks who made us the uh, the nice sign there when we were over at the 884 in Bremerton. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, Tanya and the, uh, and, the, and the folks. Guys, uh, my Lloyd, a chihuahua, lived until she was 18. He crossed Rainbow Bridge last year in March. He would have lived longer, but his eyes ulcerated. Ooh. I was given the choice to remove his eyes or put him to sleep. He was having seizures at the time, too, for a year or so, so we just said goodbye. As we move on to the birthday shout-outs... Can you oh. imagine if they did that with people? You know, we do it with pets because mm-hmm. the veterinary... I mean, unless it's absolutely dire, it seems like there's always two options. There's this, this, and this, or you can put them down. And you make a judgment call, hopefully, uh, with your heart, right? But could you imagine, like, well, your dad's doing okay, man, but he's really been bitching about his stiff knees. Like, hey, dad, man, listen, we, we know your knees hurt every time. We're going to put you down. Like, no. I still want to watch Matt. Like, Jesus, dude, this, my legs hurt. Ah, we should put you down. <laughs> Sorry, man, we made a decision. Hola, great ones. Could you please wish my son-in-law, Brandon, a happy 31st birthday. Great uh, other for my daughter and a great dad for my granddaughter, Ellie. Good, uh, Miles, uh, give him some dad jokes. Uh, Brandon is tall, six foot eight. Jeez. And we'd love to hear what the dirty Germans can do to tangle him up and stretch him out. Uh, thanks, guys. You all are awesome. That from Ellie's grandpa. All right, let's see here. Dad jokes. Brandon, 6'8". Six, eight. Six foot eight inches tall. It's a tall dude. That you is are tall. so tall. 
that no matter where you go, you can always see your house. Or it could just be in Kansas. Brandon, you're so tall that when you went to the zoo, a giraffe asked you out on a date. That's just because it's ugly. Brandon, you're so tall that you can actually taste the rainbow. Yeah, I will tell you, since you are so tall, tonight we can do the 138th position. That's the 69th position twice because we just bend you around. Yeah, I just like the idea of not having to lay down the whole entire night. Yeah. I could just stand up and deliver your birthday gift. <laughs> hey guys, my name is Nick, and I'm hoping you guys might be able to wish my good friend and boss, uh, Paul from Polly's at Earl's, a happy birthday on this beautiful day. He mentioned a few months ago how cool it would be if someone would wish him a happy birthday over the air. So I thought I'd uh, give it a try and make it happen. In case you guys don't know what Polly at uh, Earl's is, it's the kitchen in the back of the UW Sports Bar Earl's on the Ave. Oh, yeah. On okay. University Legendary. Way. It has been serving and delivering with free delivery, drunk college kids, good food, <laughs> with great prices for around 20 years. Uh, just so you have an idea of the vibe of the place, uh, we sell T-shirts with two different slogans. The first, bong rips and chicken strips. And also, tastiest way to that freshman 15. Uh, thanks, guys. That from Nick, give me your penis. It's too small there for... Hi, guys. Here you go. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday to you, to you, to you. Yaws are Dirty Germans, brought to you by Men's Room Original Sausage. Available through Uli's world-famous sausage, mensroomlive.com, and other fine retailers. Mmm, uh, Schweinefly. Think of all what's going to contest on the line now for your guess is as good as mine. At 206-803-ROCK, a couple of extra random emails from back in the day. Guys, uh, catching up on the Odyssey app, uh, as far as farting stories. So, in my mid-twenties, I was an English teacher in Peru. Partying one night, and I ran into this girl I know. I uh, went back to a stall to do a couple bumps and then go back to dancing. A little while later, her and her friend, uh, they want to come back to my place to smoke. I'm so excited. We make, get back to my place, and I remember I bent over to pick up the baggie of weed, and I let out the loudest, driest fart right in front of both of them. <laughs> this kept happening every few minutes. I could not stop farting. <laughs> Uh, the year after this, I was in Costa Rica hanging out with a girl who uh, also know these girls. We're chatting, and it dawns on me, on her, I'm the farting guy her friends had told her about. <laughs> Just had to share. Hope you all have a uh, awesome day. Uh, mm -hmm. What else do we have? Another fart Blue story. with three different women. A gentleman responds to the question <laughs> on the Odyssey app, when was the fart the star of the story? I wanted to share the story with you. About seven years ago, my dad had to have a valve replacement surgery on his heart due to a birth defect. Now, while dealing with cancer at the same time, he is a tough SOB. Anyway, myself, my sister, my mom were all on our way to visit the day, uh, dad that day, and had just gotten onto the elevator. His room was on the top floor. Well, I feel the rumble from down under and realize there's no stopping it. So I say, uh-oh. And my mom gives me a questioning look before I let loose with a fart that would rival thrill. I'm laughing. Mom and sister are gagging. Then the elevator dings. We realize it's not the floor we need. An old lady gets on and immediately starts coughing. I couldn't look at her since I was laughing too much, but I could feel the death stare that she was glaring at me. I hope this uh, made you guys laugh. That from Jeff in Helena, Montana.
Or is it Helena? Helena. 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 I do that all the time in Montana. Butte, but I, for some reason. Well, you want to say butt because it's funny. I know, but I just, for whatever reason, Montana means. Well, it's like Regina, Saskatchewan. It's Regina. It is to you. Klamath Falls. There's a lot that I try to figure out. Yellow ones, for whatever reason. Time for your guess is as good as mine. It's an easy game to play. We get a contestant on the line, pick from one of two categories. You try to get as many right in said category before three strikes and you're out. Looks like yeah. we just uh, lost our contestant. Yeah. Bless you, Mike. Bless you. On yeah. uh, no, your guess is as good as mine. So what do you guys want to go with? The top ten most popular Super Bowl foods this year or which teams have won the most Super Bowls? I'm leaning food for you guys on this one because I think you've got to... food because we'll nail the other. I think you will too. Yeah. And that's the I mean, we're football nerds, so we'll figure it out in no time. All right. But you guys pick the... Well, you said, what, three or more Super Bowl victories and you're in that uh, category? Well, two teams have six wins. Yep. Two teams have five. Two uh-huh. teams have four. Two teams have three. Or actually, four, five. Wow, there's a lot. Okay. Yeah, five, one, two, three. Four teams have won three Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Then we have two with four, two with five, two with six. Yep. And then we All have right. your favorite Super Bowl foods. You guys pick. Are these are the foods voted on just by random people? Yeah, basically. They just said these are the 10 favorite Super Bowl foods that people enjoy, whether you're heading over to someone's house to have a good time and bringing one of these items, or if you're hosting the party, these are the 10 sure bets that people look forward to. Okay. Going foods? Let's go food. All right. Food it is. Sunday is the Super Bowl, and of course, millions of people around the world will be watching, screaming, betting, and eating their favorite foods. A good portion of people will be at parties, bars, and in Vegas for the big game. Now the big question is, what do we want to eat and drink? Just to give you guys one in advance, should be no shock. The National Chicken Wing Council said in a recent statement that Americans will eat a record 1.5 billion chicken wings over the Super Bowl weekend. Nice. That is a lot of chicken. But another survey found that is not the most popular Super Bowl food. So here is a look at the top 10 most popular Super Bowl foods from parties to events this year. You guys know how the game is played. There are 10 different foods. Try to get as many right in said category before three strikes and you're I mean, it's Super Bowl. To me, a must-have is pizza. A must-have is pizza. Ted, you are correct. Number three, 35% of people expect to have pizza. When they go to a Super Bowl party. I would also assume that wings are going to be somewhere at the, the Super Bowl party. Wings are number two at 36%. This is the time of the year where I go gold belly and go big. So I got the uh, the order of Duff's Chicken Wings right. from Buffalo, New York. I've tried the Anchor before. They uh, Before they were good, but the Duff's, for some reason, were better. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. The sauce was better. The blue cheese was good. I mean... Duff's is a chain there. Yeah. It's probably not the most popular in Buffalo, but man, they are tasty in the air fryer. What about uh, hot dogs? Hot dogs is not on the list. Really? A hot- I would think there's probably more little smokies than there is hot dogs. Pigs in a blanket, 18% right. and number six. Nice. You do get your hot dog, but you get a mini version wrapped in a crescent roll. Pigs, pigs in a blanket. blanket. 18% of people say that's a must-have at Super Bowl parties. How do you guys like nachos? I love nachos. nachos. They gotta be there, man. Nachos. 29% that comes in at number four. Nachos. I cannot tell you, though, the last time I went to a Super Bowl party that had nachos. Yeah. I just can't remember. It's an involved dish. It's an involved dish, and traditionally you want to eat that hot. Right. You know what one I think Mm -hmm. we're missing? It's in the nachos. It's just chips. Just any standard chip. You got Doritos. Straight up chips. Chips. Or chips and dip. Chips oh. is number one. Yeah. yeah. 40% plan to serve it or eat it during the Super Bowl. 
Coming in at number 10 is dips at 12%. Just dips, That includes your uh, spinach dips, your artichoke dips, your seven-layer bean dip. Sausage dips. Your chicken buffalo, buffalo chicken Right, spinach dips, sausage dip. There's so many good dips, so yeah. Uh, And going back to what Mike was saying, too, about the nachos. Like, if you just have a crock pot full of nacho cheese, it's one thing. But it is hard. Unless you have a nacho bar set up, it's hard to, like... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What about meatballs or mini meatballs? So far, you're like correct on dips at 10. Six mini pigs in a blanket. Four nachos. Three pizza. Two wings. And number one is chips. I like meatballs. I, that sounds... Honestly, I feel like I've been to a handful of different parties that had meatballs there. So like what, so what is your favorite uh, version of the meatball? Some people do a barbecue. Some people do a sweet... Kind of a teriyaki. Some I don't know what I call the ones Italian. I make, but it's that old school recipe with like grape jelly, Heinz 57 That's what I get sauce. the most. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like sweeter teriyaki. Meatballs number eight at 12%. Nice. They expect that big crock pot. And they grab a couple balls with a toothpick. That's why I do them in the crock pot. It's easy. Yep. So far, you're correct on chips, wings, pizza, nachos, mini pigs in a blanket, meatballs, and dips. There are three food items remaining of the top 10 Super Bowl foods. Steve, you said hot dogs. Do we take a risk and go hamburgers? I was thinking that, man. Because you want quick and you want easy, you want quick grab, and burgers do, isn't exactly but, that. But you think like maybe but they, sliders? But that I don't know that many times I go to, and it's like we're having burgers for Super Bowl, sure. right? I mean, we did it last year. What about sliders? That's or right, cold but we cuts. got fast. I'm just saying... Cold cuts are the, uh, what do you call it, the, uh, what are, the tray, the like meat tray. Yeah, maybe like a party sub. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe just a little tray just you guys gonna go? Cheeses. You guys going to go, oh, uh, meats and cheeses? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'll give it to you. Cheese and crackers are number five. Okay. Cheese and crackers. 20% say cheese give me meat. and crackers. Okay, two remain of the top 10 right. Super Bowl foods. Grab a couple cold cuts, throw it on there, doggone it. I do think cold cut, because people always cut them small. I feel like they always show up. You're not mm-hmm. eating the full sandwich, right? But you cut them like one and a half inch wedges kind of things. Is there anything sweet on this list, Miles? Not left. Okay. No cookies, no okay. cake, no ice cream. Uh, trying to think of another appetizer. We got the chips and dip, right? Sliders, cold cups, pizza. sort of thing. Maybe barbecue? Barbecue. That's not bad. Oh. <laughs> All right. Not on the list, but that would be a great Super Bowl party. That's what I'm doing. Ribs and chicken wings. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, kind of barbecue. Try my hand at ribs and pulled pork. I'm going to definitely do some baked beans. Oh, good call. Maybe like a Ooh. cold uh, macaroni salad. What about beans? Some chips. Does anybody do beans? Baked beans? I right? am. Because... Mike, you're just set up a cookout, dude. I am. I'm doing it because Tom brought that barbecue in the other day. Dude, it was great. And those That's beans ridiculous. were so good. Holy cow. And I just want to have... I'm not... Uh, my beans will never be. I make good beans. Never be as good no. as Tom's. Those, be, those are the best beans I've ever. They eaten inspired in my life. me to like. I want to eat more beans. Yes. What do you guys think about tacos or chili? That's coming in from the text lines. Chili could be on the list. I've seen people do that. Just for like, sure. Rock pots of chili, but it goes with chips and all the rest of that. But thing. again, tacos goes back to to what Ted was saying earlier. But you know, you want a quick grab. You know, taco bar isn't exactly something that, that I feel like I see at Super Bowl parties. But it's not the worst guess. Uh, How about just sandwiches? Sandwich. Okay. Sam- no. Nope. Right. There is a sandwich on the list, but not sandwiches. Is that a hot dog? No, or, hot dogs or, or are covered a, in the mini pigs in a blanket. Hamburgers and mini hamburger sliders. Oh, you were right, Mike. Buy a power seven uh, at seventeen percent, especially on the little. They said like the little slider Hawaiian rolls. Oh, that's yeah. it, right? That's the way little to go. Cheeseburgers, yeah. uh, more so than the bigger hamburgers. Yeah, of course. Grab and go food mm-hmm. is what they're looking at here. 
You guys want to take another guess even though you lost? Yeah, right. We've already lost the game. You've already talked about it numerous times. Oh, have we? Number one, most probably popular food with burgers, pizza. You already touched on it. Hang on. Just like deli meats? Tacos. It is tacos. Damn it. Tacos is number nine at 12%. So here are your top 10 Super Bowl foods this year. Coming in at number 10, all kinds of dips at 9. Tacos, followed by meatballs at 8, burgers at 7, 6 as many pigs in a blanket, cheese and crackers at 5, 4 nachos, pizza 3, 2 wings, and your number one favorite Super Bowl food, that would be chips along with whatever dip you bring by. And this is the scoop season. And don't forget that, Yes, it is. Because look, there's only one time of the year where I want to scoop, and that's based on the hardiness of the dips. I don't expect it to yeah. be anywhere else. Fourth of July, always an added bonus. But with the Super Bowl, you got to scoop it. Whether it's yeah, a Frito right. corn chip, whether it's a uh, you know just a regular chip like a uh, Tostitos, scoops is where it's at. Child is coming up. You are listening to The Men's Room. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 99.9 KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. Coming up, we'll trigger toast for the shot of the day. And we do have your headlines on the way at 550. But first, quick check in with Mike Hawk and some of the stories and headlines he is not working on. Thank you, Miles. The Disney shop has a Chewbacca water bottle for about 35 bucks. I saw it. You it's did see ridiculous, yeah. It is. It's a fuzzy thermos. It looks like his fur. Right. It even has that little band he wears from us. Uh, oh, shoulder. yeah. All right. <laughs> this thing just would be a cleaning nightmare, I would think, I dude. <laughs> Anything that you encounter out there is going to get stuck in that fur. Yeah. All the birds, the water, <laughs> you name it, man. <laughs> it does make me chuckle, though. I like it. Uh, tension between Ecuador and Russia may be threatening banana exports. Ecuador and Russia. You don't hear those countries linked up no. a lot. Yeah, right? Hmm. Well, I guess they like their bananas. Who doesn't? <laughs> New research is finding that the uh, the rate in which young adults are having heart attacks is increasing. They're citing poor nutrition and lack of exercise. Okay, well, you can at least do something about that for the most part. Right. That would definitely have an impact. I mean, even if you can't afford different foods, you can still exercise, even walking. Exactly. Well, we are moving into the romantic part of the, the, of the year. The romantic are we, season, Mike? The season are we, of romance. Is that just because of Valentine's? You're damn right, Ted. Damn it seems right. like it's still the dark time of the year. I mean, to me, romance is a two-way street, and I don't know a single guy that gets excited about Valentine's Day. I feel like it's an obligatory. It's like, yes. I don't know, man. It's an extra Christmas. <laughs> it, it's kind of like, you know, when the court says, hey, you got to clean trash on the highway for 30 days. Yes. You're not necessarily an environmentalist. It's something that you have to do. Correct. Because the repercussions are right. bad if you don't. Right. Right? That's all it is. That's I'm the whole thing. Coerced. We're the ones that get to put up the effort on that, by the way. And everything that... Look. Baby, the problem I'm is sorry. This, I didn't get you anything for Valentine's Day. All right. Because of that yeah. day. Everyone jacks up the prices of everything. Oh, my God, yes. Flowers go through the roof. Chocolate sure. goes through the roof. Everything goes. All the restaurants turn to garbage. Right. And they give you some... 
ass menu that mm-hmm. that's not the reason why I picked your restaurant. The whole thing just sucks. But you're right. The pressure is all on the dudes. It is. 100%. Yeah. yeah, well, it's like Christmas. The pressure's on Santa. Right. That's right. The father gets the worst gifts of the entire day. Yes, he does. And then he gets yes, that. Because Santa doesn't care about the dads as no. much nope. as long as the dad signs the check. Santa doesn't <laughs> give two Fs about the dad. Oh, no, you're he father doesn't. now. You're on your own. It's like back to back. That's right. Socks. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Nothing wrong with socks. I actually really enjoy them. I'm, gra- I'm grateful for socks. <laughs> Oh, mercy. But there are some people that are uh, they're trying to hook up somebody, and you might be having a little bit of trouble. In fact, some might call you undateable for these reasons. The undateable. 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 The Top 10. Ten mistakes you're making that make you undateable. I started out what I thought was a casual conversation about medical maladies over appetizers. Yeah. Like... The occasional assist that shows up because of an ingrown hair. I just wait for it to come to a head like an oversized pimple and then squeeze the holy bejesus out of it until it oozes clear and I feel better. That could explain why she didn't finish her shrimp cocktail. It might. I did, though. <laughs> so these are mistakes that you're making that makes you undateable. Was there ever somebody that you guys encountered as you were going through your dating life where it was definitely a one and done? You you met him and it was like, okay, this is gonna be the last time I see these. This oh yeah. Person. Oh, yeah. just going to like. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's nothing bad. You just don't click on a first date. So it's like, all right, we don't have to do this again. And some people, I just felt like, man, I'm gonna wake up and she's standing over me with scissors. Oh. You know, it's just a vibe. Not anything she said. It's just a vibe you get where it's like this for safety reasons let's not date yeah but then uh, the last one that they have here on the bottom of the list is dwelling on past relationships well yeah which yeah. nobody wants to hear about your like come on man exactly. there's a time and a place yeah you don't go to the car dealership and tell them about every car you've ever owned exactly i just want a new car exactly there there was a the difference there was a, is they'll listen because they want your money there was a moment there in dating where my previous relationship was affecting me and i was upfront about that i was like i want you to know this messed me up kind of bad so i'm I'm getting over this. That's a terrible start, Mike. It is. Yes, it, is. it was a bad a start. Terrible, terrible. But you know what? She stuck with me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Focusing solely on personal life. It says achievements in the profession realm. Uh, the professional realm are undoubtedly significant. However, if conversations are limited to work-related topics, it can hinder the exploration of other shared interests or experiences. I think well, you, sure. just, you just talk about what what you do for a living, what you do every day, and you know, I'm interested in that. Like, okay, exactly. well, like, you're learning who this what, person yeah. is. Is it saying like spending too much time on your personal life? Can I I misread that professional life? Professional, professional life, yeah. yeah. So it's not it's not about the personal life; it's about the professional life, and it's and it's spending too much time talking about your job. It is always about your job. I did this at my job, and I do this and that and the other thing. And well, I that means I'm telling you, I'm not making time for you. I mean, that's, right. that's basically I, what that I, is. I, I care about what you do for a living. What I don't care about is the fact that the receptionist and you have a friction, and you've always hated her, <laughs> right, right. and she's always trying to undermine you, and well, how. You know, like you never get along, and and she doesn't want to include you in the friend group. And like, like who cares? Well, yeah. and things for tell dues, me that crap. things for dues to consider. Do you work to live or do you live to work? That's kind of what this is saying. If sure. all you can talk about is your job, like Ted's saying, you're not going to have any time for me. Yeah, that's exactly it. Right, and you're telling them that. Right. I'm you just know. here for the sex. Striving to do your best and to, and to climb the ladder as high as you can. Absolutely. Okay. How, how's your home life? 
Don't have one. <laughs> I live alone. Being excessively critical shows up on the list of mistakes that you're making that make you undateable. Well, sure. While it's natural to have preferences and opinions, continuous critique or judgment can inhibit the free flow of conversations. It depends. It depends on the topic. For an example, I will go off on ciabatta bread. Sure. So if they have it on the menu, we're out for a first date, and I see the hamburger has ciabatta. I'm going to be like, can a place put <laughs> hamburger on ciabatta bread? And it might seem like I'm nitpicking, but I'm not. I'm dead serious. <laughs> and if you think that ciabatta bread is superior in any way, shape, or form, this might be a breaking point for me. <laughs> where I'm not sure if this is going to work out in the long run. Because I'm not having that in my home. See, I'm thinking that you're using this as a springboard into a, into a I'm just telling stand-up you. I'm just routine. telling you, man. No, I mean, that's serious. Ciabatta bread, game over. But I think also the person on the date with the might be like, Jesus Christ, it's Shabbata bad. This guy's a psychic. We're not doing a second date. Ted, that person is right. <laughs> I admit I to this. I admit to this. I admit. Well, generally on the first or second date, you're not going to unleash a, like, a lot of your truth. You stuff. shouldn't. Right. I mean, you could just dump on people. They're going to be like, I mean, look, I've had it happen to me. Just like, all right, that was that was just a lot. Right. I will say uh, when the, the first night I kind of like met my wife where we spoke. Where are you from? She said Pennsylvania. I went on a twenty minute tear on how much I hate the state of Pennsylvania and why. Perfect. I broke it the hell down. Now here we are. <laughs> At least it wasn't Virginia. That yeah. takes me to my next point: dominating conversations. It's essential to be conscious of the conversation flow, ensuring it's not one-sided by creating an environment where both individuals feel heard and valued. The foundation for a strong bond is set. Yeah, listen to both people. That's kind of a bold. Do we have sex now? I'm listening to everything you had to say. I hear you. I yeah. respect you, man, but I'm trying to get up in them guts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just... God. Why do you think I'm here? Well, where is that? Because I really was dying to eat lobster with you sitting yeah. across from me. Steve yes, we have a good conversation. That's great. But you, you didn't know what? Oh, I'm sorry. When I asked you, I'm saying you want to F. You are a poet, sir. I mean, <laughs> there's definitely sometimes you'll go. Look, I can think of one girl right now. But I mean, she, I did not. She wasn't a good person. Right. <laughs> she was kind of oh. racist. Kind of racist. You sex, can't be kind of racist. <laughs> the sex was unbelievable. I remember you telling me about it. Like, hey, man, she says some stuff, but oh, my God. Right. She the one that came back for her pillow? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally, I remember. I like, know I've told what brand this, of pillow that is. I've told this story before, but I mean, like, I'm walking down the street, and she's going on and on and really letting me know what she thinks about stuff. But, like, remember I hung up the phone. I was like, Jesus you're not a good person. Oh, God. What if I said you one more time? Thrill, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. But I, I got to go back in real quick. Hang on. Uh, perfume or cologne overdose. Yes. Which? God, it's worse than the elevator. It does get that bad. Like, I, I I found the happy medium because I would spray on the on the cologne and it wouldn't quite take. But then I, I was around people that it, it wasn't overpowering, but they smelled like cologne all the time. Right? It was a nice smell. I finally asked him, I was like, how in the hell do you just get that smell to stick on you the entire time? He's like, straight out of the shower. You let the pores yeah. open up. And then when you spray it in there, the pores kind of close on it. And then it just sticks with you. And then be done. Then be Correct. done. You need I one don't shot. need to smell you from across the table. My hope is that, because I'm here to have sex, that uh, hopefully when we start doing it, I think, wow, you actually smell really good. Right. But I only know that because I'm right next to you. This neck. doesn't smell like sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's also just the scent. Right. If you don't sure. like the scent, that's a problem. My, my beard conditioner I have right now, 
Ted, you would love it because, as me and my wife say, it smells like stripper vanilla. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I know. I even made the joke. I said, Ted would love this. Stripper but vanilla. It does. I mean, it's just, it's a guaranteed scent. I know you said you liked it. And yeah. I don't remember what they call it on the little bottle there, but I'm like, that is what I smell. Mistakes that you're making uh, that make you undateable, overstepping personal boundaries. Well, yeah. That doesn't even have to yeah. do with dating, man. If you just overstep period. personal boundaries, you're going to lose people. Using dating icebreakers or dated icebreakers. I disagree. Those are funny. If you use them if right, they they're have funny. the sense of humor, right? There's a comforting but if it's familiarity. dated, you might not get it. Yeah. No, you don't date all the women. That's, I mean, that's why, I mean, that's why, like, I think that one's okay. Like, dated icebreakers. Yeah. Damn it, Ted. What, do you want to go home on your rotary phone? <laughs> <laughs> What's your sign? Sharing personal details too swiftly. Openness and vulnerability are valuable in building trust. However, the pacing of personal uh, revelations plays a crucial role in forming connections. Sharing intimate details or past experiences too quickly can sometimes feel overwhelming or rushed. Agreed. Well, hi. My name is Steve. I have ulcers in my armpits. Yeah. There was a gal that I matched with back when I was doing like the, the dating apps. And she revealed some trauma that she had been through, like sentence oh. three of our back. back oh God! Back. All she wants to do is just hang out with me. It's like after what you've been through, how do you like men? <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> right. I think you need to talk to somebody, and it's not me. <laughs> Delving deep into controversial topics early on. The foundation of a new relationship is often built on shared interests, mutual respect, and common goals. Introducing potentially divisive topics too soon might overshadow the common ground. Start I don't want to find out later, though. I'd rather you like. I'd rather you just, as Ted more, would say, pull the hood off. More accurately, <laughs> yes, pull the hood off. But also, how passionate are you for it? All right, you but know I don't even I mean? know that because that that'll keep me away or, or make me more compelled to like you. Sure. Depending on if I share the same idealism. Sure. And I'm talking about more of these different topics where it's like, you know what, I kind of feel this way. Like, I don't talk about it at every doggone lunch that I go right. to. But if you ask me my opinion on this, I tend to be more towards it. I know it's not the way that society thinks, but I tend to be more towards this way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, lose I don't have one until it's necessary. Depends on there the level go. of your right. passion and what you hate. Correct. If you say, like, I cannot stand the Portland Timbers. I'm like, all right. I understand. All right. right. Okay. All right. Continue. Right. But if you get into something else, it's a little bit more heavy. It's it? like, all right. Let's talk about race and why you hate them. <laughs> because my knees hurt, no problem, and I can't run for very long. I pull out a little list, like, what ethnicity would you like me to start with? Let's <laughs> <laughs> <That> start. <laughs> I mean, look, in all honesty. What do you last, think about the finish? Last summer, I was at a bar outside of Portland. I'm chatting up this woman, and she's like, yeah, I just got out of a relationship. And I was like, oh, yeah, how long? She was like, six months. And what happened? She goes, found out he was a white supremacist. Uh, okay. And I was like, it didn't come up in the first five months? She was like, I don't know. It's I've had a tough time finding somebody I like. He said some oh. stuff that was questionable, but I kind of blew it off. Like, So it was the final straw, and it was like, you know, going to some rally or something. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. All right. There were no red flags there. Yeah. Uh, emoji overload in texts. Emojis, when overused, can cloud the message's intent or come across as insincere. When engaging in digital conversations, especially in the early stages of getting to know someone, it's beneficial to strike a balance. Also, I'm just going to put it out there. If you're going to come at me about my manhood and then just, you know, do nothing but emojis in all of your texts, like, <laughs> settle down there, buddy. I do the same thing with everybody. I just send back the poop. <laughs> it's smiling. 
it pretty well blocks the text, Jane, because I didn't say anything to initiate you responding back. Right. Right. But now I can't expect a serious answer yeah, from no, you, Miles. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm asking how like, it works, really? though, and I got a poop emoji back. Yeah. Like, yeah, what does right. that mean? <laughs> exactly. You can't respond because you're so confused. But I need a response from you. Well, if you need one, I'll give you one. But if not, here's some poop. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> what if yeah. I sent you poop and then an eggplant? What would you think I wanted? <laughs> I do, I know. Okay. <laughs> I just suck you. I'll be your backdoor man. Yeah. yeah, I'm bad with emojis. I'm more of a ha-ha guy. There you go. But then the number Thumbs one... Up. The number one, the mistake that you're making that makes you undateable. And I disagree. Over-prioritizing your pets. Our pets, be it cats, dogs, or birds, oh, hold God. special places in our hearts. They become part of our daily routines and cherished memories. Nevertheless, if the anecdotes and tales about them dominate date conversations, it should overshadow, or rather, it could overshadow other topics. It does. I've seen the movie. I mean, to me, it's like, I assume you like your pet. That's why you have it. Like, you don't have to explain. Now, you can tell me funny things your pet has done. Right. But if you're going about your love for your pet, like, well, yeah, that's why well, you have better, a pet. You dumbass. should love the pet. But it shouldn't family. be, but the whole focus of your life should not be your pet. I'll tell you what, I'm always more entertained by the people that are like, I hate my dog. Because you dog. know they're not going to do anything about it. They're just going to live with it until that's that right. thing's done. I'm like, this I enjoy listening to. A man in Colorado had to uh, be rescued after getting himself trapped, but you won't believe where he was trapped, Miles. Where was he Give trapped? Give all the details at 550. Thank you, sir. Headlines are coming up at 550. In the meantime, let's get a contestant on the line for Profile. This at 206-803-ROCK. Have we made it to drinking time? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.